Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. If you're looking to expand into the commercial pool arena, I'm going to give you the best commercial pools to go after. And I believe HOA, Homeowners Association Communities, are the best commercial pools to put on your route. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. Before you even begin to bid a commercial pool, you have to make sure you have certain things set up. You have to be licensed by the county where the pool is located or If you don't want to get licensed by the county, which, by the way, the test is pretty difficult for Los Angeles County, you can get CPO certified, and that's an easier route to go. It's an open book test, and the any county, I think, across the country of the United States will accept the CPO training to service commercial pools, or you can, of course, go to the county, like I mentioned, which would sometimes be more difficult, especially if you are doing pools in multiple counties. That means you have to get licensed in multiple counties where the CPO will cover you for all the counties combined. When I mention the CPO course, I'm often asked where can you take the CPO certification, which stands for Certified Pool Operator CPO. You can just Google it. Just type in Google CPO classes in my area and they have a list of classes that pop up. They have one-day courses I think they still offer online or hybrid type courses. And of course, you have to have this in place for you to bid an HOA because it's considered a commercial pool. So take the CPO, get that under your belt, and then you can start bidding commercial pools like HOA communities, apartments, uh, hotels, motels, things of that nature. The other thing that you want to get is your liability insurance. And sometimes they'll require you to have a policy that pays $2 million per occurrence with $4 million total. They're not super expensive. You can get one of those for about $100 a month or under $100 a month. And you definitely want to have the general liability insurance and your certificate. So those are a couple of requirements before you even start bidding commercial pools. And I think the third requirement, and this is something that's up to you to decide, is if you're ready to take on commercial pools, you have the experience. Are you set up, equipped? personally to talk to people and management, to deal with management companies, to deal with the HOA manager, to deal with 100 residents versus one residential customer. Because when you take on a commercial account, you're dealing with everyone who uses that pool. You're not dealing just with a personal homeowner. So are you equipped and ready to do that? And if the answer is no, then I would just stop here and not even go any further towards getting commercial pools. But if the answer is yes, you want to start doing commercial pools because you think it's lucrative, it may add some extra money to your your business, which it definitely will because you do get a premium rate 
with commercial pools, then you definitely want to continue and pursue commercial pools. Now, the reason why I think HOAs are the best for many reasons. Number one, the HOA will pay you on time. And this may not seem like a big deal, but when you're getting $800 or $1,000 or $1,200 every month for doing a pool and the payment's late, that's a huge hit on your budget. And I can't tell you how many apartment complexes I maintain where the, they weren't paying on time or it was just really tough to get the money. And I know a lot of people that do apartment complexes. I had one member of my group, he was in Houston, where he just couldn't get anyone to pay him. He was call, he'd go to the office, and this is like two months behind. And, you know, you got several thousand dollars sitting there that you need, and it's not in your account. And this could be something that's highly detrimental to your business. And so getting paid on time is extremely critical, in my opinion, especially when you're getting into these numbers of $800 a month. $1,200 a month, you really need that money to be in your account because you're counting on that money to sustain your business and to just do your, your business. So I think it's one of those things where you don't think about it too much. You'll take an account, maybe you'll take on a, an apartment complex or a hotel and you realize that, hey, it's been you know 20 days since they haven't paid me. You know It's due on the first and this is one thing that you'll struggle with with commercial accounts. Another thing you're going to struggle with is if there's a problem at that account, getting any kind of approval from an apartment manager is pretty tough. Sometimes they're owned by individuals. Sometimes they're owned by corporations. Regardless, getting something as simple as a, a new filter put in or having the filter grids changed can take sometimes a month, two months, and it's a real hassle because then the pool is deteriorating and it's affecting your business because you should have had a new filter in. You can't get the approval it's just a big mess at that point. They don't want you to fix it. They want you to repair it. They want you to replace it. They want you to fix it or repair it. And this is something that when you deal with an HOA, you can actually appeal to the board of directors, which are homeowners in the community that have volunteered to be on the HOA. I've been on my board for five years now. I'm actually the president of my HOA, and I'm actually going to join another one where I have a, where I have a townhome because they're struggling. And this is something that people volunteer to do, which is crazy that you would volunteer to do this. But it is something that is one of the benefits because now you can appeal to an individual that's on the board versus a management company or an owner that may be reluctant to spend money. Another benefit of the HOA is that they have a sinking fund for the pool. So everything that they spend money on is verified by independent auditors and Usually, if they have a good management company, they're going to set up a fund that sinks for the pump, for the filter, for replastering the pool, anything that has a lifespan on the pool. An independent company will come in there, in California at least, and they'll assess the property, all the common area, and they'll give a lifespan report on everything, and they'll recommend a certain amount of money that you put towards that. And so let's say the pool pump has a seven-year lifespan, after seven years, you're going to get a notification if you're on the board that, hey, it looks like the pool pump is due to be replaced. Let's call the pool company and ask them. Sometimes the company will say, yeah, you can probably get another year out of this, so don't worry about it. Other times they're going to say, yeah, replace it now. The money is already in there budgeted for it and the reserves to pay for that. And so there's no hassle. If you say, yeah, you need a new pump, $2,000 or whatever, 
that money is already in there. And if it's a little more than that, they can, of course, pull it from somewhere else and give you that money to have the new pump installed. So the ease of getting things done is the benefit. Of course, they may have a bad board and they don't want to do anything, which can happen. But more than likely, the pool is going to be something they want to keep running because the residents like it. They're using it. And it's one of those things where if the money's there, they're going to pay you for it because that's what they're supposed to do. And you don't have to fight anyone for that. Job security is another good thing with HOAs. The problem with doing an apartment complex is that anything can happen. You're dealing with someone who doesn't really have any skin in the game. So they're renting and they're using the pool and they may not like you. They, you know, something may have happened to the pool and you get blamed for it or something may happen and they're just a tenant there. Whereas in an HOA, you're dealing directly with people that own the home and they own actually part of that community. Technically, you own a portion of that pool if you pay, if you're paying for it. You can never sell it or you can never do anything with it, but you're paying for it nonetheless. And you'll find not all the time, but most of the time that people in an HOA are more reasonable. They'll understand things that go wrong and they'll be more lenient. Whereas someone in an apartment may complain about something really out of your control. I had one where there was someone swimming in the pool and someone reported open sores and and that person, the health department closed down the pool and it was a big issue. And this is an account that I, I lost because there was just a lot of different things going on there. And, you know, people with baby swimming in the pool with diapers, all these things were going on and they're out of your control and they're going to complain. And then the management company is going to look for someone else to maintain the pool. If this was an HOA, you can explain to the board, hey, look, you know, I, I, I did everything the health department wanted me to do. This probably shouldn't have been allowed here. And, you know, I, I there's nothing else I can do because of this and that. You can explain yourself and you can save that account versus a broad, just kind of blind firing of the pool service, which happens a lot in other commercial accounts and is a problem. Of course, if you get to know the management company of the apartment, you can talk to them. But I've seen a lot of people lose accounts very quickly when someone underbids them. If someone were to leave a flyer there and it seems like they're a much better rate than what they're being charged, the apartment manager wants to save money. And I've seen people just lose their account over someone who underbids. So it's one of those things where there's definitely more security. An HOA manager, well, if they like you, they'll definitely defend your service and defend you because searching for a new service is a real pain. Also, you have to get three bids. You have to go through a lot of work. And to be honest with you, the person running the HOA doesn't really want to do extra work. They just want to get paid their management fee and not really do anything for it. That's just kind of how it is. And so having to get someone to bid for the pool service is a real hassle. And if you're good and they like you, they'll defend you if there's any problems. And your job security is pretty good there. And you can raise your rates you know, by submitting an increase to the board. Someone on the board may want to search around and get different bids. That's perfectly fine. But if you're already there servicing it for two or three years, more than likely, no one's going to want to switch services. Everyone likes the same vendor. And if you're the pool service vendor, you have the edge over anyone else that's maybe underbidding you by $20 a month or $100 a month. And so the job security at an HOA is much better than if you were working in an apartment or a hotel or for a motel. And that's something to consider because a large portion of your income may be coming from this pool that you're maintaining. And if you're not have if you're not having to worry about losing that account or having it evaluated every year by the by the apartment com- management company to save money, 
then you're definitely in a pretty secure position with an HOA. Yes, the HOA budgets get reviewed and they get audited, but there's not a lot of change involved. If the gardener raises the price or landscaper raises the price by $200, that's usually absorbed by the HOA by raising the dues if necessary. So it's not like HOAs are going to be shopping around for a cheap landscaper or a cheaper pool service. It just doesn't work that way. The easiest way to offset the increased costs from a vendor is just to raise the HOA fees in most cases, and that's kind of what happens everywhere. Everything goes up with inflation, and the HOA dues have to increase because of the inflation in the community itself. Another thing that's a benefit of being a vendor to an HOA is that if the management company likes you, and typically they manage maybe 30 other complexes, sometimes even more if it's a big company, they may look to you to take over an account that's struggling. So let's say there is a pool service company doing one of their properties and they're just not doing a good job for whatever reason. You're probably the first person they're going to recommend to the board to take over, or at least get a bid from you and to other people. And then they're going to talk about how you service this community for them, you know, two miles away or three miles away and how good your service is. And so that's the benefit of also getting on as a vendor with an HOA company, because then when they have another property and they need a pool service, you're going to be the first person they think of because you provide excellent service to them. You might go back to that pool during the week if there's a problem and not charge them. They they like that kind of free return service. You don't like it, but HOAs like it. And it's one of those things that's going to really ingrain you into into the management company, and they're going to really like what you do, and they're going to refer you to other communities that they also service. So how do you get into this kind of thing, and how do you get on How do you get the attention of the board? Sometimes the management company will just do a Google search for a pool service company if they're wanting to look for someone to replace the one they have. And if you're paying for Google ads, they'll probably click on your ad. Or if you have a good Yelp page, they'll probably click there. Because typically they're going to need three bids and they may have someone in mind already. And they may reach out just randomly or blindly online to two other companies. And so you may get in that way. You may also just call management companies in your area. You know, there's not that many of them. There's really no way to know which community is being managed by which company. They don't advertise that unless you know someone in the community that you can find out. But just maybe cold call some HOA community managers or companies that manage them, and you could find them pretty easily. For instance, I just typed in top HOA managers near me. I got Progressive Association Management. HMR Property Management, Incline Consulting, you have, uh, let's see, SkyBridge Property Group, uh, Condominium Management Services. So you can call these 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 um, companies and see if any of them are looking for bids. And if they're not looking for a bid at that moment, tell them that you can give them a bid anytime. And this is something that you also need to have ready as a maybe one-page bid of your services, your rate, and your average rate because you don't you haven't seen the pool yet and you want to also you know put on there the things that you're going to do at the pool maybe some references of pools that you service now if you're doing other communities that would be great to put on there if you do other commercial pools maybe for an apartment complex put that on there if you're just doing strictly residential of course put some of your top customers on there as references so that they can check with them if they need to but make sure your bid is concise and easy to read no one really likes to look through five or six pages on a bid. We had these 
we had an LED light company that was going to replace the lights around the community. It was like a 10-page bid. It had all this information, pictures of different light bulbs. I was like, it was ridiculously long. And at the end, when I saw the price, I was like, I wasn't even going to use this company. They just wasted all of our time with this 10-page bid. So it's one of those things where if it's one page or two pages and it's very simple to read, you have the advantage because your bid is in front of normal people that don't have a lot of time to read five or six pages. And I think if you keep it simple, you have a good chance of getting in there. You can go to the community and you can ask, hey, you know, who's the president or who's on the board? They may point out an address and you can actually, you know, leave a flyer there. You know, I don't really recommend doing that, but some people have done that here for other vendors and have left things on my door. But one of those things where, you know, if you really wanted to get the association, you can definitely do things to get the attention of someone on the board. You can look at the pool too. Usually you can access the community and look at the pool and see how it's being maintained. And if you think that, you know, there's something lacking, you may want to definitely approach someone and ask, hey, you know, who's the management company at least? That way you can call the management company and maybe do a bid at the pool. But once you get your foot in the door as an HOA vendor, you know, the sky's the limit in a lot of cases. I know the guy that we got in here to repair the fences is doing fence repairs for three or four other communities now. And this is kind of the same thing that can happen to you if you do pool service in one HOA. More than likely, the management company is going to extend you out to the other communities. And eventually, you'll be doing three or four of the pools for them. And if you do excellent work and maintain fair rates and you don't do anything weird, you're going to have these accounts for a very, very long time. We've had the landscaper in my HOA now probably for about 16 years. And so once you get in, you're pretty much in unless you drop the ball, of course. If you're looking for other podcasts that I have recorded, you can find those on my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon. That'll take you to a drop-down menu of other podcasts I recorded. If you're interested in the coaching program that I offer, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.